0: Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are gonna dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes, So you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the soul service podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. Now, if you haven't joined yet, I highly recommend you come and join the Soul Membership Program. It is a monthly membership program that I am running, and it is going to turn into this beautiful library of resources for you. You're going to have a new training released every single month, either for myself or from my a guest speaker. You are going to have a group coaching call where you can come on the, li- the line live and get live support. And you are also going to be able to get support from a community as well as have. Have other fun goodies and prompts that will help you through the month grow spiritually, heal yourself, and awaken. So that is the Soul Membership Program. It is $33 a month. And if you want to sign up for a year, you get a bonus two months free. So come and join and experience the beauty and fun and wildness of that amazing monthly membership. And I cannot wait to see you in there. Alrighty. so for today's episode, I want to talk about giving love. So I was having a conversation with one of my coaching clients today, and she has been in a position where she's slowly transitioning out of her job and into running her own business. And the environment that she is currently in, though, with her job, which is giving her so many beautiful benefits and supports as she makes this transition. there are parts of it that are pretty toxic at times. And we've been working on this a lot where she's slowly disengaging herself from the from being ingrained into that and feeling like feeling the um, the overwhelm from the environment and feeling responsible for things but there has been a lot of animosity that has come up with uh, one of the people that she works with um, because she's just been disrespected and um, it's a very kind of manipulated or manipulative uh, type of energy dynamic going on there. And one of the things that I am encouraging her to do, and all of you take note, because this is your homework as well was to heart link with this person and to give love to this person and healing energy and clearing energy. Now her walls went up as soon as I said this. And one of the things that she, she expressed to me is that why does she have to be the one to give this energy? Why does she have to be the one to heart link with this person? Like, it's, she just wants to put up the walls and the boundaries and block it all out. But what happens when you are in that type of energy is yes. Like, don't get me wrong. Boundaries are needed. Absolutely. Boundaries are needed. And we've, we've put a lot in place over the time that we've been working together. So boundaries are needed. And at the same time, if you want to shift the the way that you feel about something and the shift, the energy of whatever situation you are in, you cannot do so unless you take responsibility for the healing, for the shifts. So I too have been in a position where I've wondered why do I have to be the one to be the bigger person here? Why do I have to be the one to give love or to connect or to offer healing? Why do I have to be that person? I get it. You want to put up walls. You want to distance yourself because you don't want to be in that energy anymore. But if you are consciously choosing to be in that, to be in a situation or be in an energy where you are being subjected to some type of low vibration, negativity, manipulation, things like that on top of the boundaries that you set both energetic and like maybe physical boundaries, things like that on top of the boundaries that you set, you have a responsibility to the energy that you bring to that situation and to how you react and respond how you show up how enmeshed you are. When you go and you give love to someone, when you give healing to someone, yes, you are giving freely to that person. But, you know, truthfully, it's not really about them. It's about you. So even though you are self- selflessly giving love, there is actually a selfish component to it because by you putting that love and that healing into whatever circumstance is going on into whatever relationship needs that love and healing, if you put it in, you are actually doing it more for yourself. So with, with anything, with, with energy, healing, with coaching things like that there needs to be permission given by the receiving party now there are some ways around the the permission so one if you are working with a working with a child if it's if you have a blood relation there you can kind of bypass the permission and and just freely give energy healing Number two, and this is where you can more broadly give healing and give love, is you are not working with that person. You're not working with their ego. You are actually working with their higher self or their soul. So there is always, within everything, free will and choice. So even if you were to curse someone, doesn't mean that they're going to receive it. Um, And for all of you who are unfamiliar with, with how curses actually work, a curse is basically any negative kind of thought you direct at someone. So if you've ever like gotten mad in traffic and you've been like mother effort, I just want you to go die in a hole. Why can't you learn how to drive? That's actually, oops, that's actually a curse. I don't know if you knew that, but that's actually a curse. Now, the only way a curse can actually stick is if somebody's open to receiving it. So, you, somebody can be hurling curses at you all day long. They can do like magic spells and things that they that that they can that they want to. Like they can do all of that, but just because they're doing it doesn't mean it's going to affect you the only time it would actually affect you is if you are open to receiving it. So one, if you believe that like your family is cursed, you're keeping the curse alive. (laughs) So your own belief fuels the effectiveness of a curse. And the other way is that if you are really energetically open So if you have a lot of wounding, a lot of trauma, if you have addictions so alcohol, drugs, um, things that actually poke holes into your auric field that are meant, and your auric field is meant to protect you. So if you have a very holy auric field and not in a good way, um, then some negative energy can come in and attach to you. So it doesn't mean that if somebody were to, like, curse you and be like, you shall never experience happiness again, that you'll never experience happiness again. But if you're open to it, that may, that some of that energy may come in. So you may have more moments where you're not feeling happy. You may feel disconnected. There, there will be repercussions to that. So that is why focusing on our own healing and strengthening of our org field of our physical bodies, all of this really helps us to ward off other energies because then we have layers of energetic protection and we are saying, no, the only thing that can come in here is actually love. And anything that tries to come in, that's not love will be transmuted into love and brought in. So you can set those energetic protections. Now on the flip side, with healing you can send somebody healing energy and love energy all day long but if they're not open to receive it they're not going to receive it so this is where doing do, like doing energy healing like you really truthfully need permission to make deep deep changes but where you can have more general healing sent and I do this anytime I go into a grocery store, if I attend an event, I am always like I go in and I, if I, if anything feels weird, um, I will clear the land. I'll clear whatever, whatever building I'm in and I bring in love and healing and light. And the same goes for if I'm walking around a grocery store before I go in, I bless myself. I protect myself. I amplify my energy and my auric field so that it extends even further out so that it is more powerful. And I do that with the power of creator. And then I put blessings into it so that anybody that comes into contact with my auric field, my energy field, however large it gets, feels a release of fear and anger and pain. And they feel deep healing, love, compassion, kindness, respect, and peace. I do that. All the time. Like this is now become a ritual for me. I don't go anywhere without doing it now. So with, and with, with the energy healing, you can send out healing like that. And I will say that it does in fact have an effect on others. And you're always sending it out in the highest and best good. And when you do anything in the highest and best good spirit is going to support that spirit's going to be like, yes, yes. I love this. We're going to do all this in the highest and best good. So no ill intentions will ever go through or attach to you or others or anything like that. And that's why if you ever do a Theta healing with me, you will hear me say in the highest and in the highest and best way. Now, And so that any belief I bring in, anything I release is always in the highest and best good for you. So when you are sending energy to someone, just set the intention that it is in the highest and best good and spirit will fully support that. Now, what happens when energy is received on the other end? So for example, with, with my client that I'm encouraging to heart link, and I'll get into that a little bit more In a minute here, but when she sends that healing energy, that loving energy to this person, this person is not going to necessarily know about it. Cause you're not going to be like, Hey, bud, I'm going to send you some uh, healing energy so we can like fix this. No, it's like, you can literally be sitting at home on the toilet. And if you feel like you want to send some love energy while you're, while you're taking a poo, that's like, that's totally fine. You can do that. Um, it doesn't matter where you are and you don't have to talk to the person that you're doing this to or doing this for you're just sending that love energy. As long as you are connecting with that pure highest and best good intention. Now what's going to happen on their end is they are going to have receptors that are open to receiving energies. Now, When you are sending an energy of healing and love and light and peace and all of this to people, what you are actually working with is their soul and their highest self. So their soul, their highest self is going to lovingly receive all of this beautiful energy that you are sending out in order to help them heal. Now, depending on their, their wounds, their belief systems, their programming, their soul will trickle it down and filter down to more like through their auric field and and to them. This is where not everything is going to get through, but it will to an extent. Again, it's because it's in the highest and best good. So this is this is where the distinction is you can't fix someone. So as much as you may want to help them heal, you know, like you could know exactly what beliefs are getting in their way, where their trauma is, where they need the deepest healing, what they need to let go of. You can know all of that, but because of free will and choice, because of their belief systems, because of their ego You do not have the power to heal that unless they actually accept it. And even if for a moment they're open enough to let it go, chances are they're going to call whatever that was released right back in because that's where their programming is at. Now, this does not make any healing and love that you send them useless. Because it's like your care bear staring at them. When you're sending love and healing. So you're like, I'm going to, I'm just going to love at you and care at you and like give you all this healing. And it's not coming from you. You're the conduit. Yes. But it's actually coming from creator, coming from your spirit guides, angels, light beings. It's coming from all of those very high vibrational beings. So it's coming from them through you to that person. You're a conduit. And you are essentially care bear staring at them and they might have some shields up, but your care bear stare healing light is still going to get around whatever little shields they have up. It's still going to affect them. It, they are still going to receive in some way that love and that healing. It just, you just can't fully fix them. They have to be willing to do the full healing themselves, but anytime that you send love, it will help them because they are going to receive it on some level. And it might encourage them to finally book a healing session, to read a book, to listen to their intuition. You don't know the ripple effect that your love has, but you just have to trust that there is a ripple effect whenever you send love and healing. Now on the flip side, if you are frustrated with someone and, and my client's been frustrated with this person and hurt by this person and things like that. And I I don't blame her for her initial reaction being that she wants to like withhold love. Again, why do I have to be the one to do this? But when you are coming into a situation or into a relationship, or anything, with an energy of frustration, hatred, resentment, anger. If they can feel love, even if they're not fully aware of it, they can for sure feel all of those low feelings. And remember that loving someone and giving someone healing energy, it does not condone their actions. By loving someone, by giving them love, you're not saying, yeah, your actions are okay or the way you treated me is okay. No, that's not what this is about. It doesn't condone their actions. But you cannot fix energy that is low or fractured with more fractured energy. You cannot fix hatred or resentment with hatred and resentment. Two wrongs don't make a right. And if you are listening to this, then you are the one who's being called to be that leader. So you have to step up and you have to be the one to take responsibility, to lead the way, to be that light worker, that light bringer. You are the one who has the power of your soul, of your heart, of your awareness, you are the one that has that power to be that guide for the people that cannot guide themselves. And it is only when you accept that you have that power and that responsibility, it is only then that you will start making a bigger difference in the world. Because if you are walking around this world unaware of your energy and what you're putting out in your actions, you could be contributing to harm. And that's never our intention. But if we are walking around without intention, we could be doing that. So we want to come into this space of healing and understanding one another. And, you know, forgiveness Forgiveness is something that a lot of people who are in their wounds don't understand. And they hold on to it as if forgiveness is only for those that they deem finally worthy of the forgiveness. And if if somebody's not worthy of forgiveness, I'm going to I'm going to hold it back. You don't get that. You don't get that forgiveness because you did me wrong but that's not that's not what forgiveness is what forgiveness actually is is an unburdening of oneself so if you allow yourself to forgive someone same thing with loving forgiving does not condone their actions what it does is it unhooks any cords or attachments that they have in you or you have in them. It unhooks those and releases those. And it allows you to take your power back and move on with your life. Because I can almost guarantee you that if somebody hurt you, they're not dwelling on it. Maybe the odd person will, but typically not. They're not thinking about that time. Oh, I I called Anastasia a a horrible person and, and I bullied her for years and I punched her in the face and I think about that every day and I feel so bad about that. They're not thinking about that. You might be. They aren't. So the only one who's actually burdened is you so forgiveness is an unburdening of oneself by forgiving them by letting go of your attachment to whatever happened again it does not mean condoning their actions if they hurt you yeah they hurt you it doesn't erase that doesn't make what they did okay But you are choosing to no longer have whatever they did to you continue to affect your life every single day. And when you withhold forgiveness, that is what you are doing. You are letting them hurt you again every single day because they're still hooked in and you're still hooked into them. So forgiving frees you. It doesn't free them. It frees you. And you get your power back. You get your heart back. You allow yourself to heal. And you know something something that I always do as well in Theta Healings with my clients, is when we release something, especially something that there's been a lot of trauma around, a lot of experience around, I will say it is commanded that you, you cleanse, heal, and release all attachments to this situation and keep only the wisdom that serves you in your highest and best good. Now, what that does is it energetically allows whatever needs to be released to be released, and to keep only the wisdom that actually serves you allows you to keep that wisdom. Now, this actually disengages the ego because the reason why part of part of the, another part of the reason why we hold on to things for so long is because our ego is trying to protect us and when our ego is trying to protect us again it oversimplifies things and it has a very basic animalistic nature so it, it can't see shades of gray, it can't see all these nuances, and it can't understand that that one situation does not have to affect every other thing that you experience in your life. But that's that's how the ego works, is it it's like, oh, this bad thing happened, must protect you from everything that could potentially resemble this bad one, this one bad thing. Ah. So our ego tries to hold on to things. So and it, and it serves us. It does, absolutely. Because if we've been hurt in the past, we create new belief systems based on those experiences that protect us and keep us from making that same mistake in the future, or having that same experience. Now, at some point, though, it kind of backfires on us because then we start attracting more of those experiences until we release and heal what happened in the past. Ironic. But that's what happens. Now, again, our ego is just trying to protect us. So by very clearly stating that we are keeping only the wisdom from those situations that serves you in your highest and best good, what that is doing is it's disengaging the ego. And, is, and it is essentially saying to the ego, hey, take a step back. The things that we need in order to protect her are there, but everything else that's not actually like protecting us, that's harming us, that's going to go. But the proper protection mechanisms, the proper protection beliefs are there. So don't worry, we got this. And your ego's like, oh, yeah, okay, we got this. Okay, cool. Um, so by, by saying that statement, keeping only the wisdom that serves you in your highest and best good again that disengages the ego and it allows you to still have the wisdom that you need because and and to to glean the gifts from whatever lessons you learned without holding on to the pain the trauma the anger the resentment the hatred all of those lower vibrational energies and feelings that keep us stuck, that keep us bogged down, that keep us from living our, our best life, from living in health and in wellness, the, those feelings that keep us in a state of dis-ease. So it is really important to come into forgiveness with understanding and love and compassion and understanding that we can keep wisdom, but we need to forgive because it's not for the other person, it's for us. Now, going back to giving energy, giving healing, heart linking, I encourage you, to do this as well and this was actually a really good reminder for me and you know it's i always find it so interesting when spirit will bring situations to me and lessons to me through my clients there was a couple people where i wasn't consciously aware of it at the time until i had this this conversation with my client where i was holding on to some resentment and hatred so I am now going in and following my own medicine and my own advice, and I'm heart-linking and sending love to those people and those situations. And it's okay if you forget this sometimes. Again, this is, this is all about practice. And we're just getting better and better at being soulful beings in these human bodies and giving love, and giving compassion, and kindness, respect, acceptance, all of those things that we all crave. So heart linking, what you want to do, and there's many ways you can do this, but you want to center your attention in your heart. And once you fill your heart space up with love and gratitude You want to call in creator of all that is, God, source, spirit. And you want to feel the energy of creator and call in that energy of creator to enter your heart. To bring in love and light, healing, kindness, compassion, respect, and anything you feel needs to be brought in in the highest and best good. And let that energy cycle into your heart, coming down the back of you into your heart and up the front of you, all the way back up to creator, letting that just cycle like that. And then you want to focus on whoever you are heart linking with, and you can heart link with multiple people at the same time, but you focus on their energy and you can ask their higher self for assistance in receiving the love and healing energy that you are going to be sending. And then you envision or feel that flow of energy between your heart and theirs. You are linked and you are still receiving that energy from creator. So it's going from creator to your heart, to their heart, back to your heart, to creator. And with each breath, there is a flow of energy and it comes in and cleanses and then goes back to creator, comes in and cleanses, goes back to creator. And you will be able to feel that energy cycling through. And all of the love and good intentions and healing that you want to give to that person and anything else that they are meant to have from creator in the highest and best good, you can feel that going through. And you can spend a couple of minutes doing this. doesn't have to be long. And if it's somebody that, you have a more tumultuous relationship with something that needs a little bit more work. I encourage you to do this for like a couple minutes every day, every other day, but have it as a practice and you will start to notice that things will start to shift because you will start to shift because you're going to be able to step back into more of an observer perspective where you are going to love them from a distance, even when you're in their energy, physically you're still going to be able to love them from a distance and you're going to notice that your interactions are going to shift how you feel is going to shift and you know honestly the the biggest the biggest thing that you have power and control over is you and you it's your responsibility to focus on how you react and respond to people what energy you put out so you are going to no- start noticing changes the more love you give. And if it's hard for you to feel or you're like, if you're not seeing anything or you're not getting any information or you're not feeling that link connection, one, you can ask spear for help in that moment. Show me, help me feel, help me see, help me show me. And as long as you have that intention, even if for some reason you can't feel it yet, maybe your gifts aren't developed enough yet. That's okay. Trust that it is still working. Just follow that path. Creator, you, that person back to you, back to creator, creator, you, that person back to you, back to creator, creator, you, that person. Like it's, it's this beautiful cycle. It's like a conveyor belt that just keeps going around all the gears Trust that it's working. So, if you aren't sure that it's working, just trust that it is. Know that it is because you have connected with Creator, you've come into your heart, and you've set the intention to connect with that person and give love. And the more that you practice this, the easier it will get. And the more that you will eventually be able to feel, be able to see, be able to get or receive. And remember that our spiritual gifts are a muscle. You have to work them. You have to work them. Some people, yes, are born more gifted than others. But we all have access to the same gifts. We have differing, differing layers or differing, differing like, levels of ability. We all have access to the same gifts because we all come from the same place. We are all spirit within human bodies. We are our souls. We are a part of creator of the universe. We are not separate from it. So set that intention and give love. And then when you are done, ensure you disconnect the energy. So you can go to my, um, my Instagram and I have videos on there of how to disconnect your energy but you're putting, I know it's hard for you to picture probably, but you're facing your right hand out away from you. Your left hand is on top of your right hand. You rub your hands together. Then you put your left hand facing out. And then you bring your hand up inside your left hand along your body and you zip it up. That's one way you can zip your energy and and cut the connection between um, whoever you were just linking with. You could also just cross your arms across your body. You can just set the intention. I I am disconnected now. The reason that you want to disconnect that energy, the love is still going to flow, but you don't need to be connected to them all day. You only want to be connected to them when you're intentionally doing it. And other than that, they're unhooked from you. You're not, you're not linked. But that love energy that you sent to them is still flowing, except now, instead of it flowing directly through you as a conduit, it's going to be just directly from creator to them. So I encourage you to go and take this information and use it as a practice in your life. Because it really, really does have a profound effect on you, on your energy, how you respond, the the things that you're feeling, how good or not so good situations are. And it does have a healing effect on others. And just trust that that healing is going to come through in the way that it needs to. You can't control everything, but if you are intentional with the energy and the love that you give, it will have an impact. Trust that. Okay. I love you guys. If you need more help with this, if you are in need of some healing energy and some extra love, you can go book a theta healing with me or integrated energy therapy or Reiki. You can do that through my Instagram or Facebook through the links in my bio there, or directly from my website at anastasiaburtnick.com. And um, you can also find the soul membership there as well. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. And I can't wait to see you in my messages and on next week's episode. Take care. Thank you for joining me today on the soul service podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support.